get the agility conversation started. Hey everyone, it's Nick Sparks. Welcome to the Agility Weekend. Yeah, I I'm I'm happy. I am I'm happy. It's been a very good, interesting, uh, challenging, fun first month of the year. It is February 1st. February 1st, 2017. We have already blown through the first month of 2017. And I've barely worn my coat. I mean, first off, let's let's talk about this from an agility standpoint. It's warm. Now, I know Anybody who might be listening to this from the north right now, you guys have snow. You've got a lot of snow up there, I think. Uh, but not as much as you've had. Uh, I saw I saw on the news today that uh, St. Louis is, what, like 15, 20 inches below their average. I mean, that's below the average. We're not talking like last year. This is the average here, ladies and gentlemen. So from an agility standpoint... It's warm. It's warm out there. We could be doing outdoor trials. Um, there's been there's been some storms, a few here and there, but again, not like it's been. It's quite amazing, quite amazing. And and for that standpoint, the agility people really look at this kind of stuff. I mean, I I look at it from putting on events. Um, I know that I'm doing a seminar in Arizona, the middle of March, and it's an outdoor. It's an outdoor thing. It's a seminar on Saturday and then the show-and-go benefit on Sunday. And well, let me tell you, it's going to be interesting. Uh, of course, it is Phoenix. So, in theory, it should be damn hot. But it is March, so it could snow. Um, but anyway, other than that, last weekend we had a show-and-go up at, uh, at Competitive Edge in Louisville just on the south side of Louisville, had a blast. Now, it was not a fundraiser. I don't always do fundraisers simply because I cannot ask a club to do a fundraiser every week. Uh, pretty soon they can't afford then to pay their bills, and if they can't afford to pay their bills, then let's face it, they don't have a place. So every once in a while, got to do a little kickback. Got to help the clubs out so the clubs can help us out. It's a vicious cycle. We're all trying to help each other. So that's what we did. We had a show and go, and it was a blast. It was well attended, had uh, had three good courses. Matter of fact, um, uh, I've already kind of tweaked on the standard course that I set up on Saturday, and that one will be in a trial somewhere that I'm judging because that was nice. It was flowy. It was challenging. Um, it went well. People, people did a good job. They, uh, they worked on stuff. They had fun, which is what, again, it's what agility is all about. That's what they say. Agility is all about fun. Um, I don't know if Daphne keeps dropping bars, I'm going to lose my fun badge, my fun merit badge on this. This whole AKC double, double Q crap is really getting annoying. I get a really good dog until she drops one bar, and then it blows the entire day. Ah, 
I know, we all, we all battle that lovely, that lovely thing. That, that lovely bar-knocking issue. So, other than that, uh, this last weekend there was an uh, AKC trial here in Nashville. I say, I talk about the whole bar-knocking issue because Daphne and I went there on Thursday. Just one day, two runs, standard jumpers. Uh, back in the past, Fiona, I could, uh, Fiona was 90% accurate. I could walk onto a field and not even blink and, and she would have a double Q. It was, uh, it was a wonderful thing. Uh, but yeah, with Daphne, it's a, it's a whole different ball game. She starts thinking, and that, that leg goes down, and boom. That's what thinking will do to you. But, uh, but anyway, we went there on Thursday, had a blast. It was a, a well-attended trial. It was not full by any stretch of the imagination. But it was well-attended, and uh, as always, NDTC puts on a good trial. They do a thing with uh, agility down on the main field. On uh, This is the January trial. Agility on the main field. And up top, they've got uh, um, rally or obedience or I don't know, whatever those other sports are. I know about them. I appreciate them. But my money and time only go into agility. So I walk by them and look at them, and that's pretty much it. It's the one with the mats and the people doing the stuff, and the dog goes and turns and sits and waits, and the people do this and that. Um, it's the clean, it's the clean agility, it's the, it's the clean dog sport. So, uh, so yes, it was a well-attended weekend for NDTC. I saw quite a few people had, uh, had good, good runs, got mocks and all this other stuff. Um, I know that, uh, Jennifer had a great weekend with her dog, um, I, I've Jennifer's out of uh, Evansville, and I've judged up there many times and, and watched this dog run. Where the dog loves cones. Now, for those of you that don't understand uh, the number cone system as such, in the agility field, there's 15 to 20 obstacles, and they are numbered with cones, little bitty, uh, little street cones. Well, this particular dog went out and gathered up all the cones. And when we would take all the cones off the field, just so the dog could practice without the distraction of the cones, the dog went and looked for the cones. Um, it, was, it was cute. It was annoying, both as a judge and a handler, very, very annoying for the handler. Uh, but apparently got over that issue and Jennifer had a great weekend, running, queuing, uh, wrapped up a title. So, congrats! Looking forward to um, uh, looking forward to seeing them run, yeah, up in Evansville in April when I'm judging up there. All right, what else is going on in the Facebook world that is neither? Political or advertised filled? I don't know about you guys, but I'm getting tired of all the advertisements that are popping up on Facebook. Uh, 
Well, let's see. Uh, <laughs> this is kind of funny. It's getting challenging to find dog stories on Facebook anymore. All right. So let's turn over real quickly to an AKC posting. Can dogs eat cheese? Uh, very few dogs throw up their noses at an offering of cheese, but should we indulge their taste for dairy? Cheese contains protein, calcium, vitamin A, essential fatty acids, B-complex vitamins, all of which play an important part in uh, canine nutrition. Uh, but too much cheese can cause problems. Well, okay, ladies and gentlemen, too much of anything can cause problems. So let's take a 15 to 20 pound dog. Uh, too much would be, I don't know, like more than one, uh, one little strip of cheese a day. I mean, let's face it, I don't think we're supposed to have more than one, one strip of cheese a day, and we're talking 150 to 200 pounds on most people. And so now we've got a 15 to 35-pound dog, and we're going to feed him a strip of cheese a day. Hmm. Uh, not all dogs digest cheese well. Fatty, rich cheese and cheeses that contain herbs uh, or food items that are harmful to dogs, like garlic, can cause intestinal upset. Well, okay, yes, this is true. You start embellishing any food, and it's going to cause problems. Uh, while cheese contains little lactose when compared to whole milk, dogs with severe cases of lactose intolerance may have adverse reactions to cheese, and even in, even in small quantities. Uh, definitely watch your dog after cheese. Um, some cheeses are better for dogs than others. Low-fat cheeses, such as mozzarella and cottage cheese, are healthier for your pet than cheeses with higher fat contents. There you go. Let them lick your cup of cottage cheese after you enjoy the cottage cheese. I would probably not do it before unless you're really that kind of person that uh, eats after your dog. How much cheese is safe to feed your dog? Uh, cheese is safe for dog in small to moderate quantities. And they're not really giving uh, again, it goes back to the size weight ratio. Just think about just think about the animal that's getting this particular food. Um, and remember, don't feed your dog like you feed yourself. The tip of the day from Nick at the Agility Weekend, don't feed your dog like you feed yourself. There you go. All right, what else is AKC going to share with us? Uh, Ten years of Westminster Best in Show winners they've listed. Well, let's see what they're listing here. Uh, da, 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 da. Well, they're not listing anything. Ten years, ten best of show winners. This year marks the 141st annual Westminster Kennel Club show. Uh, who will be chosen in 2017 best in show? Check out the best ten years of Purina Pro Plan fed best in show winners. All right, so that particular segment would be nice if it was brought to you by Purina. Maybe they will send me some money for saying their name 
over my podcast. If they send me more money, I'll say it again, Purina. Okay, enough of that. One of the things that hit the NADAC forum this past week was a new change, a latest change to the Hooper's world. All right, so let's first update those that do not play NADAC and or those that do not play Agility. Hoopers was started, oh boy, hoops themselves were started years ago. The concept of keeping the dog on the ground. Ground-based dog agility. For older dogs, younger dogs, very good. Very logical. Uh, something that is, is perfect and, and everybody should train. And it's so funny, too, because I've had people tell me over the years that they train ground-based agility. But the minute they look at a hoop on a course, they freak out because they say, oh, my dog, my dog won't know what that is. They don't know what to do with that. All right, so there's two answers to this. One, if your dog knocks a bar and you have to send them back through that same obstacle and the bar is on the ground, there is no difference between the bar on the ground and a hoop. And the other factoid on this is outside of CPE and NADAC, all the other venues have tires. Again, there's no difference between a tire and a hoop, except the hoops on the ground. So it goes back to the handler the human in this equation cannot react to this obstacle. They don't think of it as an obstacle, so they translate it down the, down, down the leash, and the dog looks at it as not being an obstacle because guess what? The handler looked at it and said, oh, it's not an obstacle. Oh, so the dog's saying, oh, it's not an obstacle. Now, that said... Hoops at a distance are the bane of my existence, and I know they're the bane of quite a few people's existence. Because, multiple reasons here. One, the dog does not see it. Plain and simple, the dog does not see the obstacle. There is no discerning coloration for this particular obstacle for the dog to go through or over or around. But beyond that, there is not a hard consonant word. Dogs respond to hard consonant words. Jump, bridge, tire. All of these are hard consonant words. Hoop is not a hard consonant word. It's very hard to yell hoop out on the course. Now, for me, if I'm working a distance thing here and the hoop is out there and we're talking... When I'm talking distance here, I'm talking 20 to 30 feet. I say go tire. My dogs will find a tire. Problem solved. Say tire. The dog will go and find it. They will figure out what they're looking for. But if you say hoop or jump, 
They can't understand the word hoop, and they can't see a jump because guess what? It's a hoop. Now, for those of you not in the agility world that have no clue what I've been talking about or ranting about for the past two and a half hours, um, a hoop is basically a hula hoop with legs, and it sits on the ground with a post that comes up on either side, and it holds the hoop in place. Um, initially, they were actually hula hoops, which for everybody who competes in other venues, the hula hoop look like a tire and it worked very well it became an actual obstacle but along the way they did away with the actual hula hoop and they just they cut it in half and stuck it in the posts and so now they've got a very nondescript obstacle so i understand what other handlers are complaining about that that their dog does not understand what that obstacle is uh, but the, most people are putting too much emphasis on the fact that it's a funky obstacle. Now, what NADAC has done is they've altered their game a little bit. They had numbered hoopers and extreme hoopers. And extreme hoopers had a fencing and a gate around it, and there was some distance involved. And I'm not going to go into all of the uh, discrimination, discrimination description of this particular game, but... Suffice it to say, the gates are going away. So now we don't have to worry about the gates. We just put hoops out. Dogs run around. Piece of cake. Problem solved. Yay! Okay. So, that is the latest change in the agility world. Um, other than that, I will be judging down outside uh, Biloxi, Mississippi this weekend. If you're in the neighborhood, swing on by. Uh, it is in um, Van Cleve, Mississippi. Uh, March, as I mentioned, I've got a seminar and show and go out and uh, out in Phoenix at the Jumping Chihuahuas Field. By all means, come out, play. We are raising money for the Purdue Research Cancer Grant, the Bladder Cancer Research Grant. Um, come out for that. And then the first weekend in May, I'm doing the same thing in Davenport, Iowa. I feel like a comedian. I, uh, like a comedian, I can, I can announce where I'm doing a show this weekend. That's kind of cool. Anyway, speaking of shows for the weekend, uh, CPE has, uh, only about five. They've got the, the uh, Orlando, Florida, Tucson, Tucson, Arizona has got theirs going on. Elk Grove, California, Valley City, California, and Hamden, Connecticut. For the rest of the month, um, scattered around, there's easily half a dozen each day. All right, no, each day, each weekend. Actually, the end of the month has quite a few. Um, Indianapolis, Go Dog Go, has theirs. Uh, 25th and 26th. Um... What else? Get California, that, that uh, Tucson again, the 25th and 26th of February. Um, Houston, Texas has theirs. So quite a few going on the last weekend in February. So February for CPE has quite a few. Oh, NADAC. Uh, let's see. 
Frederick, Maryland, Conyers, Georgia. My friend Dwayne is judging there. Three-day trial, circle of friends. Great location, great setup. Should be wonderful weather. Indoors, or not indoors, but covered, covered outdoor arena. Uh, Florida. Of course, like I said, Van Cleve for myself. Phoenix this weekend, or uh, February 1st, which is today. They've got uh, a little quickie evening trial going on. Uh, Alaska's got theirs. Alaska this time of year. There we go. Auburn, Washington, College Station. Phoenix does have uh, one going on. Fourth and fifth is going on. And then the next weekend, 10, 11, 12, Phoenix has a fundraiser going on. Uh, Sharon is doing seminar and fundraiser out there. So head out there for that. And uh, AKC. Um, interesting. Let's see. Quite a few events this particular weekend. Uh, four, five, six. Uh, what do we got? California, California, Florida, Jacksonville, Florida also. Tampa, Florida. There's three in Florida. Well, it is the time of year for Florida. Dixon, Illinois. Lafayette, Indiana. Oh, Greater Lafayette outside of Purdue. Way to go. Wish I was there playing. Nice building. Good people. Wyoming, Michigan. Wyoming, Michigan. Interesting. Uh, Great Summit, Missouri. Amherst, New Hampshire. Swedesboro, New Jersey. Bay Shore, New York. Pataskala, Ohio. Erie, Pennsylvania. Another Pennsylvania State College, Pennsylvania. Harriman, Tennessee has got one going on. San Antonio and Spring, Texas, and McKinney, Texas. It's, this, it's that time of year to be doing Southern things. Ridgefield, Washington, and rounding out New Berlin, Wisconsin. Ladies and gentlemen, that wraps it up for me, Nick Sparks, at the Agility Weekend. I hope everyone has a great weekend. Go out there, nothing but blues and cues, ladies and gentlemen. Ciao.